Ah, it's footy and frothies. Barney and Aggie are with you to preview round one of the NRL finals for season 2023. Welcome board if it's your first time. Uh, we uh, do this each and every week, twice a week. Talk shit, suck piss mm-hmm. and um, analyse and give pretty sound and good analysis of each and every rugby league game. Uh, Barn, what's going on? Finals, bring it on. How good is it? Finals time. Mm. If we don't see some of the best games this weekend, I'll be very, very surprised. We got a little sniff last week with the Roosters-Souths games for a, a bit. Uh, a little bit of Canberra, lower-end Canberra Sharks. But um, once we start talking finals, it's different footy, different intensity. We know, we sort of know the teams that have that gear. Yep. Uh, Let's try and speculate to what teams might find that gear or what we're about to. Uh, but it's exciting footy. It's different footy and looking forward to it all. Yeah, just the, the competitiveness and the toughness that most teams have to find to jag a win in these kind of games because they generally go deep and uh, there's there's a fight on in most positions of the field. And yeah, the, some of the matchups and the one-on-one contests are just brilliant just to, to watch and Particularly, well, this we kick off with a real cracker, um, but there's a it, all four games are very tremendously interesting. Uh, we, we we may as well get straight into it because uh, we got no other bullshit to talk about. Let's <laughs> kick off with the Thursday night game. Just quickly check out rugbyleaguemerch.com to buy some sexy hats, steins, all sorts of good stuff. Thanks everyone that support us over Father's Day. Uh, leave us some comments below and. Feedback via social media, but we kick off with the Broncos and the Storm from Suncorp. Melbourne, I believe, a 13 straight against Brisbane. Yes. So I've been told. Similar. Uh, and no, 13 straight at Suncorp. Okay. Uh, I'll run through. Might as well go old school here. For Brisbane, Walsh is the fullback. Arthur Staggs, Farnworth, Cobbo, Mam, Reynolds is back. Flegler, Walters, Haas, Capel, Ricky, Carrigan. The bench is Smoothie, Piacora, Hetherington, and Pally Asia. Uh, yeah, obviously, extended bench includes Corey Oates, who's been shuffled out. The Storm, Nick Meany does get the fullback spot. Warbrick, Seve, Tonomapia, Coates, Munster, Hughes, Kamakamika starts, Harry Grant starts, Welsh starts, Larero, who's been fantastic in this last month, mm-hmm. uh, Katoa, King, Bench is Bronson Garlic, Eisenhuth, Nelson off the bench, and Pappenhausen at 17. Yeah, probably as good at teams as both of these squads could put out, really. Pretty close to it. Yeah, there's not there's not many names missing in, in those lineups that you've just read. Um, Meany, obviously, an interesting one coming back into fullback. I think they had to go that way. Um, you can oh, see I'd, that I'd never doubted Pappenhausen was. Uh, well, he was still fast and still uh, productive in what he did last week in the game that they played. Just seemed uh, a step or two below his absolute best. Uh, but obviously offers a bit of X factor now coming it's in because I, I watched that game and actually thought they're closer to making him into a half down the road rather yeah, than right. okay. going back to one. But I'm also an idiot. No, shut up. <laughs> Um, forward matchup for mine is probably where this game gets won. Uh, we've had a few question marks around the Melbourne Storm forward pack. Their starting pack is um, as good as most of them and will be very competitive. I've got a few question marks about how what happens when we go into that bench rotation. Uh, Broncos are similar, but there's a little bit more size there. Um, 
with that forward rotation and I think they can probably keep it a little bit more consistent in the middle of the field than uh, than what Melbourne can when we start getting into the you know the minutes where blokes need a bit of a rest so really looking forward to Hassan Carrigan coming back in I think they're probably the difference in this game comp compared to what we saw last week unpredictable attack from both sides when you add the likes of Pappenhausen coming off the bench, Reese Walsh injecting himself into uh, the play. Ezra Mam is generally a direct runner, but he's also does have quite a good passing game set up with um, Harry probably plays seventy now if garlic on the bench. Harry probably so. plays seventy minutes because Bronson's gonna have to play some back row mm -hmm. to nurse Pappy into the game somewhere. Uh, Munster and Hughes. Munster doesn't know what Munster's doing, so <laughs> good luck figuring that out. And Hughes, just like Reynolds, very good at controlling uh, controlling the middle of the field. Very good kicking games from both. Uh, probably a shade better from Reynolds than what you get out of uh, Jerome Hughes, but he's very effective close to the line with his kicking game. There's short little grubbers in and around the posts and mm. to his back rowers. So I think it's going to be very close for a very long period of the game. I just... I'm going to go with man of the match, um, Payne Haas. I think there will be a point in this game where he absolutely goes into Hulk mode for 10 or 15 minutes and causes some really big problems for blokes that are trying to tackle him. And then that'll lead to uh, the, the likes of Walsh and some of these uh, centres and wingers coming in off the back of the work that he's done to open up some points. I'm going to go with Stags first try scorer and I'm going to go Brisbane 1-12. to I'm coming with you. I let's break this down. If we're going this game as a clutch game, they've got the best front row in the game and the best lock in the game. Coming back into this team, Carrigan's had his what three weeks rest, mm -hmm. rested up. Hopefully, his his legs working, everything's going well there. But they they Brisbane uh, are as close as Penrith in that they go harder and faster for longer and drag you into the deeper waters. And yes, Melbourne have lived. Some of these Melbourne players have lived in that water, but the majority haven't. Uh, and I think that's what's going to set them up. I think it's going to be physical to start with, but the physicality is – the more physical it gets, the more it's going to suit Brisbane. Um, Haas, they love it. Haas, Carrigan, Ricky, uh, Capel, all love it. Get into it. Um, I'm going to – I'm basically going to agree with you. I'm going to pick as my sort of point of contention here as the outside backs. Once we get out there, Seve and Tonobi have been great since they've come back. They have. Uh, but uh, Stags – and Farnworth have, have that X factor. They've been brilliant all year. And they've been great. Yeah. And, and and I like the selection of Jesse Arthurs. And they've probably been getting better. Yeah. And, and I like they've picked Arthurs because he has the same thing. He can produce mm -hmm. something of nothing, whereas before due respect to Corey Oates, he's at the back end. He's, he's had more. a bit of a tradesman. He's got what – he's had more yesterdays than tomorrow's. So mm -hmm. um, I think tradesman's a, a good word. And Selwyn, we know what Selwyn can produce at their best <laughs> if they're fired freak. up for this. Yeah. Um, that middle is going to – at either end of the field, they're going to get into this. Uh, and um, I think Brisbane just have the X, fact, the X factor on both sides, and that's which at even mentioning the biggest X factor, which is Reese Walsh, mm -hmm. who has been phenomenal all year. In my humble, should be Australian fullback. Um, his speed off the mark, his ability to chime in, his ability to not chime in and throw a rainbow ball, he, like he uh, – they set up properly for He's him. Developing a little bit of a, like a star. short kicking game as well. Hmm. Um, the crossfield kicking game, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go with uh, 
put it this way, let's just say I can imagine that our three, two, one being three house, two Walsh, one Carrion, mm-hmm. and this being one to twelve. Uh, but I, I think a very, no, I wouldn't say even say a comfortable one to twelve, but a solid one to twelve. Brisbane. There'll be moments where Munster and Harry are threatening Absolutely. and any team and with the rest the, of it, but. with uh, Grant, Munster, Hughes, Pappenhausen can be terrifying. But I think we, we, we've seen how often that those outside backs have got handled. I think they may even hit the front at some point, to be honest. Well, they score first. You know, yeah. They're, they're, but I just think Brisbane will be um, still... Still ticking over at the back end of the game where you, some of these forwards from the storm Brisbane might not at the be. best we know have 12 points in the last 10 minutes. So Melbourne have to lead by 12 or have them fall off a cliff not to. Yep. And then we kick off at 4.05 from Blue Bet Stadium, which I am, uh, well, I, I, I know he's already sold out <laughs> as they host the Warriors. Uh, where am I going to watch footy this week, actually? It'll be annoying being around here. Uh, the deck. No ideas, man. <laughs> the garage. No, well, feel free to invite me. Uh, Ed, there is some group one, ra- uh, group two racing on the fiends on this week. Uh, but anyway, uh, Penrith uh, hosting the Warriors here. Edwards, Taruva, Tungo, Crichton, Tuo, Cogga, Cleary is the backline. Leota, Mitch Kenny's back in at hooker. Fish is ten. Sorensen, Martin, Yo. What a year for Sorensen's been. Mm. Uh, Peachy, Smith, Lenu. Hoskins is the bench. No Sonny Luke. Summerton on the extended bench. So they're running with Peach. I guess he's going to be the one to give Kenny a break. Utility. But yep. he may well not take a break because generally he doesn't. He just moves out and about. For the Warriors, Chance, Dallin, Berry, Pompey, Montoya, Tamari Martin, Johnson. The front row is Fenuel Blake and Barnett. Wade Egan's back. Jackson Ford's back. Near Corey. Uh, Torhu is back, but there is concerns around his back. <laughs> Tilly <laughs> Walker, Tavanga, Siren, uh, and Curran, they've gone all out bash, four forwards mm-hmm. on the bench. What are we doing? I think you might even, I, I think Penrith might lose this forward battle, to mm-hmm. be honest, but I don't think it'll matter. Um, you saw what the outside backs for Penrith did last week. You're adding. Back in now, Sorensen, who's been one of the form back rowers in in the game. I I want to see Liam Martin's eyes spinning just like they were last week <laughs> from the first minute of this game, uh, because the, there's going to be a massive match up there in here. I think the, the this can be this is this will go back to what Penrith doing for the front half, where I can see Warriors owning them for 15 minutes, belting mm-hmm. the fuck out of them, pitting them there, making them clear. We have to kick out. And Cogger have to kick out. And there's not a bad play here in Cogger who you can trust kicking out and taking the pressure a little bit off Nathan you, of course. to start the game. Um, but I can see Warriors having a lot of field position, but I, I, Penrith trusts their defense, red, yeah, red zone defence. And then you'll see it start to turn around the 15, 20-minute mark. I think it'll come through the likes of Liam Martin and mm-hmm. Scott Sorensen. I think the edges of the ruck are going to be extremely important in this game. And then you just... The wider you get, I think it sets up more and more towards a Penrith victory. Likes of Taruva, Toto, Crichton, Targo on uh, out in the. I think the centres and the wingers at the back end of this game will well and truly put it out of the reach of the Warriors. Um, I really don't know whether to go thirteen plus or one to twelve. I'm did sticking we get first with, try scores in the last game. I did. 
I said stags. I don't know about if you put one out there. <laughs> I go stags as well. Um, Carry on. Yeah, I think the the back rowers are, are going to be a massive importance because they really need to shut down the likes of um, Jackson Ford as well, who's been tremendous for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as Penrith don't it, can at least match them through the middle with the likes of Barnett, Torhu Harris, um, Fanua Blake, then I think they'll 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 get them with speed and uh, footwork out in the back row and out in the centres. Penrith one to twelve. I'm going to go with Liam Martin, man of the match, because what I saw from him last week with the way his eyes are spinning around and he's belting blokes left, right, and centre. If he can do that and add a try to it, it's pretty close to man of the match kind of performance. And first try scorer, he's a critter. He's in such good form in the last what three weeks. He's been close to the best player on the field every time he's walked out there in the last three weeks. So I'm going to back him in for that one. I don't disagree in his farewell tour for the Penrith Panthers. Um, when you look, if you look at this team from the bottom up, I'm referring some seventeen up. God, I didn't even mention the sevens. Fuck well, me. this is a, but this is where I'm going. Get there. So look through <laughs> um, some of these clashes, even ho- like. Hoskin Curran on the bench is a clash. Uh, I'm not going to go name for name, but Lenu Tavunga off the bench Mm. is a tremendous clash because they're same for same, physical, get in there. Peach and Walker, you you almost give it to Walker, but Peach has had an outstanding season. Torhu and Yo, like what a a matchup. Nikore forward against Sorensen Martin, two tremendous hole hitters, four tremendous hole hitters. Outstanding matchup and in the front row for no, best front row in the game, you could argue for Noel Blake against Leota and Fish. Uh, and Barnett's been good. You'd almost give Egan the points here, but then you work up and you've got Cleary versus Johnson, the two right now, probably the two form halves of the comp. Absolutely. If DC yep. wasn't around, which he's not because he's uh, probably halfway <laughs> to Bali by now. But uh, incredible matchup. But then when you get above that and you hit Tango and Crichton against Barry and Pompey. To me, it's it's actually panic stations, not just mm-hmm. uh, it's panic stations because they are in both in red hot form. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just for the sake of the argument, I'll go Tango first try scorer. Yep. Uh, but uh, it really concerns me. Uh, I agree with you about Crichton. He's had his last six weeks have been phenomenal. Um, I think Penrith's going to win this. I think Penrith's going to win this well. I think this yeah, might okay. be this will be a blowout. This will yeah, be thirteen yeah. plus, uh, and it may well be nil all after twenty. That's yeah, how right. much it. Okay. Um, I want to see what, but the thing is to beat. What I want to see from the Warriors is try something different. Yep. That's what we've said. Like kick low, kick short, grab kick a through, early, make them bring early. it back, yeah. uh, move the ball early, make them turn and chase. You've got to make Penrith beat you. You've got to make them chase twelve points or eighteen points, uh, and then you've got to be good at it anyway. I don't think the Warriors can. I think this will be close for a long time, and I think the last ten minutes, Penrith, the the full house, sold out, noise. Centers and wingers scoring. Two tries in scoring last, everywhere. Probably two tries in the last five minutes just to yeah, blow it out okay. to 13 plus. Um, yeah, Tungo first try, and I'm going to say, well, the maestro will, will have you say he clear. He's come back. He has been outstanding since he's come back from that injury. Has. And uh, that will continue. Another cracker. The elimination final is the main event, 10 to 8, Saturday night, Barn. If we're going to be together from... <laughs> say 3pm 
until <laughs> eight o'clock start for this one. I've got no kids that Sunday, so that's fine. But I get to sleep in Sunday and I do come and watch UFC uh, with um, another dingbat, but that's fine. Um, down a points bet, all the, the talk around the stadium. At the end of the day, the rules are the rules and Sharks are right within their rights to say, no, they're not moving it. Yeah, disappoints probably 10,000 people that could have got into a, a different stadium, but... Find uh, me a club that would have. They changed the rules, uh, what, eight years ago or whatever it was, yeah. and that's that's what they But the are, next week so it goes back to, it's just this it week. It goes back to cities. Yeah. Yeah, or sub, yeah, states or... Yeah. i got no issue. Like, i got no issue with it. Mm. No same as Bluebet. You could argue the same about Blue. You cannot tell yeah, me... The Sharks can only fit 12 in there at the moment but because of the Blue construction. Bluebet only holds 19, I think. Yeah, still. Or 20, let's call it 20. 19, 20 is a big that, difference to 12. <laughs> Penrith... But, I think Penrith Warriors could have got 45 at... Probably. Probably actually could have got 60 at ANZ if they went there. Get at least 30. They could have sold out Combank. With could have 30. easily could yeah. have sold out Combank in the shade and if you got to ANZ, they would have come as well. And Sharks Roosters probably would have sold out Combank some clubs, as well. Penrith fans well. do travel and Warriors fans do travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say, I, I can't hold this against them if Penrith didn't do it. Like, Interesting game. Completely terrified with the Roosters some, outside Let me read teams out. Tracy Katoa, Ramian, Talakai, Molotalo, Trindle, Hines, Rudolph, Braley, Helmanueli, Nicora, Graham McGuinness. Whatever happened to Finucane? He was done, wasn't he? Did his elbow or something? Williams, Hunt, Hazelton, Kafusi for the, the uh, Chooks. Tedesco, Ponga keeps his spot. Who's been good? Another ex Tiger. Smith, Manu, Swali, Kiri Walker, Fletcher Baker starts in the front row with uh, Brandon Smith and Lindsay Collins. See a Wong, Nat Butcher, Victor Radley. Uh, I like the fact that Robbo's picked on form here. Smith, Egan Butcher, Terrell May and Guzzi Crichton off the bench. I guess the only one on form you would say deserves to be would be probably Drew Hutchinson, to be honest. But anyway, he's there or thereabouts. But um, this is what we get here. This is probably as good as we get. Barn, and now you may have your crack. Yeah, no. Obviously, Shark supporter, I'm always going to, uh, especially in the finals, going to be trying to... Oh. I'm tipping the Sharks, but I'm completely terrified about the outside backs from the Roosters. I think the Sharks can um, hold the middle for, from the Roosters and probably even be better than uh, the, the forwards, especially when it gets into that rotation period. I think a big part of this game is going to come down to the dummy halves. Yeah, uh, yeah. Blake Braley's been fantastic for the entirety of the year. Sm- uh, Brandon Smith hasn't been great up until probably five or six weeks ago, but has definitely been you getting see better che- week you see on week. You bowling ball cheese here really having a game. Yeah, week on week he's been getting better. Last week was probably his best game of the season, so that sort of <laughs> worries me a little bit as well. But I, I think if um, Braley's probing in and around that ruck, getting the forwards on the front foot, I think that... The Sharks can get that roll through the middle of the field. It's going to be interesting whether the Sharks can get their their attack to click the way that it was 10 weeks ago. I think a lot of that comes back to Kennedy, to be honest. I know we've had wraps on what Tracy has been doing in and around the ruck, but it doesn't um, – it hasn't – got the the outside backs in the likes of Ramian and Mulatalo and Katoa up and going the way that Kennedy just seems to get in there. So if we Kennedy should mention, we should mention Kennedy is named is named in nineteen. Yeah. Tracy from all that I've heard is a better chance of not playing than he is of playing. Yeah. So to me that lends the, the fact play. that Kennedy comes back. 
we're in all sorts of trouble, and I'll be putting money <laughs> on the K- roost. KLR is named 18, so I guess he might play. He'd probably go work. to. Unless Nick, surely Nico doesn't go to one. You wouldn't think so. Who are they going to play at seven? Moylan. Moylan. Oh, fuck, I hope not. Could you imagine? <laughs> um, I think the the back rows also play a big part in this game. Uh, Jack Williams, McGuinness, Nicara up against the likes of Nat Butcher, Victor Radley, and I'm missing one there from the Roosters. But um, Wong's been great, and then Egan. Guzzi on the bench as well. Yeah, the, the the edges of the <coughs> oh, excuse me, the edges of the rucks are going to be a really big part. To be honest, I if I was um, without any bias, I'd be tipping the Roosters in this game. I just think their outside backs have been a little bit better than what the Sharks have produced in recent weeks. The Sharks have got it in them, but I'm not sure whether they're going to produce it this weekend. I'm going with Sharks one twelve. I'm hoping McGuinness does a whole ton of work in the middle of the field. Creates a few opportunities in there, and I'm going to go first try score. I'm going to go with Blake Braley to dive over out of dummy half for the first try. I'm going to tip without any bias. I'm going to tip the Roosters. I think they have, as I said, they they are a finals team. They know where they're headed and know where they're going with this sort of stuff. Um, I do have a mute button. Fine, I'll press it for you. Uh, but uh, can, little can, he got away for the last couple of weeks, but it does still concern me the latter defence of Talakai. And that's where I'm going to say that Billy Smith will score the first try, getting up and a bit. Well, he's had a great return from injury, uh, and he can stand him. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Punga first try off the back of a Billy Smith. Um, Billy Smith's on the left. Yeah, where's Talakai on his side? On the right, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, no, the Sharks left in defence. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's mine, that's much better. Easier. <laughs> um, so then it must be Swali first try scorer. Um, so I'm going to go with Swali first try scorer. Roosters one to twelve, and I think, but I think this will get into a game where we'll see game management really coming into play. This can be a yep. twenty four sixteen game around the fifty minute mark, and game management's come to play. And I think Kiri's going to be the one that will just nurse him, nurse very him, good nurse him. Uh, And I'm not quite sure. Chucks have that ability. We, we've seen for years and years and years. Game management be the strong point of Roosters, some of these mm-hmm. Roosters finals mm-hmm. games. Uh, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, as a result, I'm going to give nothing to do with that. I'm going to have James Tedesco man of the match because it's James Tedesco <laughs> in a elimination final. But Kiri's going to be in a conversation for said points. And um, interesting to see because I think they can go deep here, um, the Chooks. Uh, I don't think they beat the top two, but I think they beat almost everyone else, to be honest, from where we're at. Just, um, yeah, obviously I'd, I'd mentioned a bit of bias and all the rest of it, but I I do think if the Sharks can get the roll through the middle of the field, I think that they can can really expose the edges of, of the edges of the ruck with the Roosters yeah. in the likes of Braley, McGuinness and Nakora. So that's really what I'm pinning my hopes on as a Shark supporter. Given we, well, factually, Roosters still have the best red zone defence, as they say, 20-metre defence in the comp. Uh, does that concern you, given... Chucks don't. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely does. I just, I really would like to see around that sort of 50, halfway 40 metre period, getting in and behind the ruck with the likes of Jack Williams, McGuinness, Nakora yeah. and Blake Braley. I think that's the way to open you can, them up. Um, you can bang that front door down if you run it, if you keep that middle working, you can. Um, it's probably not likely. Done. 
But yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we wrap up with uh, we had to make a sold out McDonald Jones Stadium at four o'clock on Sunday afternoon. So UFC should be done by then. Uh, Ponga, Young, Gay Guy, Best, Mazu, Gamble, Hastings, Front Row with Saifidi and Thompson, Phoenix Crossland is at nine, Frizzell, Fitzgibbon, Elliot, Kurt Mann, Saifidi, Hetherington, Croker is the Newcastle team. And I would almost tell you I read this close to exact team out 12 months ago with the Richie Benno piss take voice. <laughs> um, and it's incredible now that I'm about to tip him in a, in a, in a final. But... Yeah. Uh, for Canberra, we have Rapana Schiller comes in on a wing. Whiten stays yeah, right. at centre. Timoko, Kotrick, uh, Frawley and Fogarty, the halves. Mariota, front rower. Wilford, Tarpanay. Young, Whitehead, Puru is lock. Yeah, let's don't look at it, isn't it? Starling, yeah, Gula, Solo and Trey Mooney. Uh, incredible. We've got a stage where... I reckon uh, the average rugby league fan wouldn't even know who six of these blokes were so <laughs> from the Canberra team. Uh, but they are here. They do have a four and against of minus 120. Are there any hope? The only hope I can see from them is to – like Newcastle have been very susceptible through the middle of the field. Canberra's game plan for the entirety of the year is to bang that front door down and just run as hard as they can through the middle of the field. Missing Horsburgh and Papali'i, I think they're little to no chance. But they're going to have to re- like, really going to have to rely on the likes of Tarpanay, um, Trey Mooney, and the likes to go through the middle of the field. Hudson Young on an edge is always a problem for just about anyone he plays against. But I, I cannot see them getting close. I think they get beaten. I think they get. Close to flogged, to be honest, by the back end of this game. The outside backs for Newcastle have been tremendous. Ponga with 17 needles in his shoulder. Still should be good enough to throw a couple of passes to finish off some stuff out there. Bradman Best is in career best form. Dominic Young just does backflips and twists and pikes and all the rest of it to put balls down in the corner. Phoenix Crossland, career best form. The, The fact that they've gone from a team that was... Dead's that looking like a wooden spoon 10 weeks into this competition to be in the position that they're in now. And they've got half their teams in career best form. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. And you look on the other side of half the field. Half their bench is in career best form. The Raiders probably should have lost Lucas, half the Adam games Plume, that they've won. Brady Jones on the bench have all been fantastic. And that's mm-hmm. on the – not even playing, but anyway. And, yeah, the Raiders probably should have lost half the games that they won this year. Uh, you don't say. To me, half of the stuff that I've seen out of them, they probably looked <coughs> more like a team that should have been running down with the Titans and the Dolphins than where they finished up. But they won games and they finished where they are. Agree. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't much for doubt. This will be 13 across Newcastle. This will be a blowout. Thank you. This could be shades of 05 when the Tigers put 50 on the Cowboys in there. Um, Prelim final. This this could be a destruction job. A lot of Canberra players in the back twenty minutes looking for news at each other and just looking for somewhere to hide. Sold out Newcastle. You saw what so, Newcastle did to the Sharks the week before, and then you saw what the Sharks any did other to the Raiders. Miss, they'll probably fucking week. hook Same. Ponga and Hastings with twenty to go. More than likely, just for the sake of it, um, because they can. And yeah, that 
This will be a blow. This this will be. I can say a blowjob. <laughs> this will be a blow away. Something on your mind. Mm. Newcastle uh, thirteen plus. Yep. I've actually got Gay Guy man of the match. Yep. I think he's been tremendous on that right edge, and I'm going to go with Marzu for the first try. I'm going to go with uh, Tyson Frizzell man of the match because in a game where their only hope is to be physical, uh, Frizzell, Elliot, Fitzgibbon will be I'll up and about. And yep. Make sure that it's not. So I'm going to go with that first try scorer, uh, Marzu. And 13 plus. So, what's that leave us with? So, it leaves us potentially Knights and the loser and Knights against Warriors. Who's the other one? Good research. Yeah, Knights versus Warriors and then Sharks or Roosters versus Brisbane. Storm. Oh, Storm. Yeah, it's very, very intriguing. Um, yeah, how about you win that game between the Sharks and the Roosters and you get to travel to Brisbane or Melbourne to play one of those two? Guess what you need. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And then if you win that, you have to go and play Penrith. You Penrith. go play Penrith at A and Z. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, good, thanks. Um, it's exciting though because apart from this last one, and hey, like if if Canberra win, more power to them. Yeah, good on. But fucking the the other three are all crackers. And um, I guess do I have to ask what's got you frothing this week? It's Friday. I mm. know. Obviously, my team's playing on the Saturday. But I'm, yeah, super excited to watch this game between the Broncos and the Storm because I think the winner of that game probably ends up in the grand final against Penrith. So. Agree, agree. Um, and just for the sake of a point of difference, uh, I'm looking forward to spending the Sharks game with you wherever or whenever <laughs> we do it. Uh, and I think it should be a lot of fun. I think uh, it won't be fun for you because you'll be pulling your hair out, but I don't care because I follow the it's team around last. Hair, so um should be a lot of fun. Should we, it should be physical enough. It should be enough ball play. should be enough dumb shit involved. And, <laughs> There'll be plenty of that, I'm um, sure. Who's refereeing? It might just be me. It's might sorry, not even just, be on the field. I, I, was just, I was just checking for Ashley Klein, but it's Sutton, mm. so that's fine too. Oh, that's no good. Actually. Actually, he hates us both. He hates the Roosters and the Sharks, so that's all good. Klein's doing the Newcastle game. There you go. Anyway, how good? Can't wait. Thank you, Mum. Thank you, Mum. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, mm. Tune in this time and this week. So next week we've got... We're going to review these four games. We're going to review the bottom four, which I have to do some homework on now. Mm. Now I've committed, yeah. And we're going to preview the two games next week. The week after, we're going to do the Dag M Awards and the... Um, best of the rest. It'd be five. Best of the rest. Five teams up to eight. So, oh, yeah, it's a weird number Just now. an extra one, yeah. Should we do bottom five next week and get it away? No, do bottom four because everyone talks the bottom four. Four, five, eight, eight. Four five four four. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. Um, buy some shit. Uh, support us. <laughs> leave some feedback. And uh, most importantly, listen again next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. Good night.